Welcome to 9to5Mac Daily for Tuesday, December 19th, 2023. I'm your host, Chance Miller. We are sponsored this week by 1Password and SetApp. Leading off today, Apple has announced a new partnership with The Athletic and Wirecutter, which will see their content included in the Apple News application. Sports coverage from The Athletic is now available to Apple News Plus subscribers, and Wirecutter product reviews will be coming to the news app for all users early next year. The Athletic reports on all major sports leagues with daily coverage on games, teams, and players. Its content will start showing up for Apple News Plus subscribers today in the United States, United Kingdom, Canada, and Australia. Users can also follow the Athletic channel directly and see recommended stories in the sports section of the Apple News app. Apple News Plus costs $12.99 per month in the United States and is also included as part of the Apple One Premier Bundle. And full access to the athletic content is available to News Plus subscribers, whether they're subscribed individually or through that bundle. Finally, Wirecutter product reviews will start appearing in Apple News in early 2024 and will be available to all Apple News users, whether they subscribe to News Plus or not. Yesterday, we talked about Apple's plans to halt Apple Watch Series 9 and Ultra 2 sales in the United States starting later this week, unless the Biden administration steps in to veto a decision from the ITC, which found that the Apple Watch's blood oxygen sensor infringes on two patents from medical device company Massimo. In our initial coverage of the situation, we noted that Apple has multiple paths forward, including making software changes to watchOS to work around the two Massimo patents. Bloomberg now reports that Apple engineers are, quote, racing to make changes to algorithms on the device that measure a user's blood oxygen level. Apple hopes it can change how the Apple Watch determines oxygen saturation and presents the data to customers, end quote. The patents contested by Massimo are mostly related to hardware aspects of the Apple Watch's blood oxygen sensor, and Bloomberg described this as a high-stakes engineering effort unlike anything Apple has undertaken before. An Apple spokeswoman confirmed that Apple is working on submitting this workaround to the U.S. Customs Agency, which is in charge of approving changes to get a product back on the market. Massimo, however, said that the Apple Watch's hardware needs to change and that a software fix wouldn't be adequate to resolve this patent dispute. Again, the Apple Watch Series 9 and Apple Watch Ultra 2 will be removed from Apple's website on December 21st and from Apple retail stores at the end of the day on December 24th. We are sponsored this week by SetApp. Are you tired of the never-ending search for the perfect app for your Mac or iOS device? SetApp for MacPaw is the perfect solution. It's the first subscription-based platform offering over 240 carefully curated apps for Mac and iOS devices. SetApp e-gift cards also make the perfect gift for the Mac user in your life with flexible online delivery, even if you're buying at the last minute. This holiday season, give the gift of SetApp, the perfect fit for anyone with a Mac or iOS device. Hit the link in the show notes to learn more. Next up today, in September, China started banning officials from using iPhones and other foreign technology within government agencies. New reporting this week says that the ban on iPhone use in China has expanded to more agencies covering at least eight provinces. The story describes this as a major step up from the initial iPhone ban in September, 
which impacted just a small number of agencies in China. Instead of iPhones or other foreign smartphones, Chinese officials are asking government workers to use smartphones from local companies. Multiple state firms and government departments across at least eight provinces have instructed employees in the past month or two to start carrying those local brands. In September, China officials denied reports that it had banned iPhones from being inside any government agency. At the same time, however, officials expressed concern about quote a lot of media exposure of security incidents related to Apple's phones. End quote. The U.S. government called the iPhone ban in China an inappropriate retaliation. But as Bloomberg points out, there are still a lot of unknown details about the extent of the iPhone ban in China and how strictly it is being enforced. Still, experts say the ban presents a major challenge for Apple and other foreign technology companies like Samsung in China going forward. We are also sponsored this week by 1Password. The holiday shopping season is in full swing, but it marks the time when scammers and cybercriminals aim to exploit the heightened activity. This year, stay safe with some essential tips brought to you by 1Password. 1Password lets you safely store payment info, autofill securely with one click, and maintain a unique password for every site. The app's Watchtower feature identifies and updates your weak passwords. 1Password Families lets you share passwords securely in a vault for streaming services and Wi-Fi routers. And while traveling, you can use the Travel Mode feature inside 1Password to store crucial information for added security. For 9to5Mac readers, save 40% on a yearly subscription with a 1Password individual account at the link in the show notes below. That's 40% off for 9to5Mac fans at the link in the show notes below. Running out today, Apple has announced a new contingent pricing feature for subscriptions in the App Store. Apple says that this gives developers a new way to attract and retain subscribers by offering a discounted subscription price as long as that user is actively subscribed to a different subscription. Essentially, this gives developers an easier way to bundle different offerings together and give customers a discount when they opt for those bundled options. One of the more interesting aspects of this new contingent pricing feature is that it can be used for subscriptions from one developer or from two different developers. For example, Apple explains that one developer could entice new users by offering a discounted rate if they're actively subscribed to a subscription from a different developer. So for example, two companies or two developers could team up to offer subscribers lower prices, hoping to attract new subscribers to make up for the discounted pricing. Apple says that it's currently piloting these new features, and developers can sign up to be notified when more details are available via the link in the show notes below. That wraps up another episode of 9to5Mac Daily. As always, you can find all of the latest Apple news on 9to5Mac.com. Follow along with me on threads at Chance H. Miller, and we'll be back tomorrow for a new episode of 9to5Mac Daily.